Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, September 12th, 2022. What's going on? How are you? It has happened. Football season has officially started. How amazing. How, you, know, you know what's amazing is you cannot fucking believe it and then, like, within, like, I don't know what, like an hour, it just already feels like it's been football season the whole year. Like, I thought the whole game, I was going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'm watching Tampa Bluffer. It didn't. It didn't. Within an hour of watching for it, I'm like, why the fuck are they going for it here? That doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, nice play. Nice play. <laughs> That's what happens to me. That's, that's me watching a football game. You see this right here? This is this new goddamn way of fucking coaching. It makes no goddamn sense. Well, go, 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 go! That's what I do. <laughs> you kick it away here. You kick it away. Oh, first down! Yes! The fuck I'm talking about! When you're old, that's how you watch a football game. Uh, speaking of old, I'm watching Tom Brady, and I'm, he's finally looking at least like he's played in the league for 12 years. You know? He looks like that, that guy in Blink-182 now, I feel like, if he played uh, is it Thomas DeLong, um, Angela's Ashes, Angels in the Outfield. Um, anyway, I fucking missed all the football. I mean, I missed just about everything. Because, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just fucking crazy busy till the 23rd. The 20, well, after the 23rd of September, my fucking life slows down. Then my life slows down. It slows down. All right? And then what I'm going to do is I'm just going to tell everybody I have COVID. And then they'll leave me alone. Right? And then when they call back after five, hey, just checking in just to see. I, I got it again. I'm just going to keep saying I got COVID. And then I'm going to say monkeypox. And I feel like if I do that, I'm good until November. Um, I just had a fucking incredible time out on the road. I got to do one of my favorite cities, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to do too much while I was there. I did find a good coffee spot, um, which is pretty easy to do, by the way. Um, I'll, you know, now that I'm, I'm new to coffee since March, all right, way back when I was 53. I'm 54 now, okay? I've, I'm the, 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 the odometer has flipped since I started drinking coffee back in March. It's not that hard to find good coffee with the internet. I don't understand why people just go, like, why do they just fucking go to, 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 to the fucking Starbucks? Starbucks stinks. Just burning the beans, I'm telling you, I, 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 I'm a fucking coffee snob already. And my deal is if you can't make a fucking double espresso, then I don't, want to, I don't want anything else you have in that place. I don't want to know you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to set foot in your fuck. I think you should be shut down. No, it's not that bad. But I basically, I just read some reviews. When they get the five stars, four and a half to five stars, you got a really good chance that they can make a great espresso. And um, I found a place in Tulsa. I found a place... I then went down to Houston, had a great time down there, uh, got to walk around a little bit in that city. I kind of like to walk around the city rather than 
get on like a treadmill. Although I, I did do the elliptical this morning. But I like to, uh, you know, try to find a place, you know, about a mile away. It's a 15-minute walk out, 15-minute walk back, you know. And I'm going to get a bunch of emails. Dude, it takes you 15 minutes. What's it like to be old? Um, well, if you don't jaywalk and put your life in your fucking hands, yeah, it'll take you about 15 minutes going up and down the hill. I went to this place in Tulsa. It was pretty cool. I, I, I walked over a bridge, came down, and there was some sort of weed store. You couldn't even see the sign for it. And actually walked around the back because I thought the front was a weed store and I came in. And lo and behold, I was drinking a liquid death. And the barista, look at me learning all the young people words. The barista said, what did he, he said, nice choice. Nice choice. And I want to be like, you fucking telling me nice choice? I'm the guy that's been shilling this shit. Fucking talking to me like all of a sudden he discovered something. You know? I found this band first. You know what? It's football season. I'm moving this fucking chair back, and I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in the Archie Bunker chair when I do this fucking podcast. All right, I've had it. It's football season. Football season means you, as an unathletic, man-titted father, get to sit in a big brown chair, like you hunted for big game in Africa, and you sit down and you watch the late game on Sunday night, and all your loved ones know better. They know better to keep their fucking distance. Oh, am I going to put my feet up? I think I am. This right here is America. This is America. This is, you know how America this is right now? How America is it? I'll tell you, if fucking China took us over, they would know good and goddamn well everything that they fucking took away. They couldn't take this away. If they took this away, they, they'd have to fucking, they'd have to deal with a lot. Oh, Jesus. Um, I've been looking at guns lately. You know, I've been working out, and every morning when I brush my teeth, the fucking biceps are really, really coming on. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm fucking, uh, yeah. I think I'm going to buy a 38. I like a 38, you know? I wish I still was 38. It's only six bullets. And I like the idea of, like, hiding behind my ottoman after I missed the first six, you know, pushing it back with my head like in an action movie as I fucking, you know, try to reload it again. I mean, I just grew up on shows like that. That's what you did. You found something that wasn't bulletproof and you turned your back on your target and you, you spilled the bullets down by... That's, that's how it was done. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's a good way to go because eventually the Ponzi scheme collapses and then I live out here in a desert that has no water supply. So eventually, and we really don't have any game out here, so you're going to have to eat other, your neighbors pretty quickly unless you band together with them and then you go neighborhood to neighborhood type of fighting or whatever. I think like, that's how it's going to go down. Bill, what happened? We were talking football. You're right. You're right. We were. Hey, let's, um, let's talk uh, Fenway Park merch is now available. Uh, baseball tees and win breakers. Use the link in the podcast description. Oh, I guess he's going to post that. Um, so there you go. We had a, a few things left over from the, uh, the Fenway Park show. Um, so you'll be able to buy them. We'll have the link right there with the podcast, evidently. However the hell that works. So I was not able to. All I watched was the highlight of my Super Bowl pick and everybody else's out of the AFC 
is the Buffalo Bills, and they went up against the defending Super Bowl champions in week one on a Thursday night, and evidently they went back and forth for a minute and then just they just took over the game. I guess their defense, their, I, from the highlights, the defense looked amazing. Josh Allen ended in a Ram cornerback's career with a stiff arm. And then they just, by the, I guess by the second half, they just beat the shit out of him. And, um, yeah, I, I really, really like their chances because I feel like the AFC West, they're just going to beat the fuck out of each other. Going, Well, they don't really do that anymore. The one game I did watch, I watched the second half of the Chargers. First, the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Um, kick is up, and it's good. 9-0-2 into the first quarter. Dallas draws first blood. All the small things. Um, Tom Brady, I'm next. Um, Say it ain't so. I will not go. Turn the light on. I mean, that's fucking right there. I mean, if you want to get 9 million people going nuts, I mean, that, that's a melody right there. I, I, I stand by that. I like a good pop fucking song. I'm sick of all these fucking deep cut sons of bitches trying to make me feel like I don't know what music is. I never said I knew what music was. Okay? I have a very simple brain. Okay? It's a straight six. Okay? If you just go, I'll do it with you. <laughs> I'm not questioning anything. You know, being dumb isn't bad if you admit it. You know, and people actually, they'll help you out. If you just fucking say, listen, man, I'm not the brightest guy. Oh, he's stupid. Let's help him. It works. It's been working for me for a long time. Um, anyway, so after I went to Tulsa, um, you know, this is a big tour. Next time, I'm telling you, next time I'm coming around, I'm talking to my agent. All right, it's like, I'm not, I'm not fucking doing these big, gigantic motherfuckers. I'm, I'm going to be doing, like, staying in a, um, in a, uh, like, uh, you know, staying someplace for a couple, two, three days. I'm not going to just go to Tulsa for fucking, you know, fly and do the show and then leave. What the fuck's the point of going to Tulsa? It's annoying. And then I found out the next day the Oklahoma Sooners had a whole game. I would have drove over to Norman unless they had the flex schedule. The flex schedule, the fucking money-grubbing cunts. Just tell me what time the fucking game is. I'm going to stand halfway through second and third to see if the ball's going to drop. <laughs> Kids, I've, nobody's ever answered me this question. Why the fuck do you go? You're on second base. There's no outs. Somebody hits a fly ball to right field. Why do you just automatically go halfway? Why do you do it in case he drops it? He's not going to fucking drop it. And you've completely eliminated your ability to ever tag up. Like, what if he catches it but then falls on his ass? You're still not going to get third. I think that that makes no fucking sense. The same way... When I watched the second half of the San Diego, sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Las Vegas, um, this was my assessment as someone who hasn't played organized sports since the fifth grade. Um, I got a D in math, ended my career. Um, 
I, 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 as much as they picked off Derek Carr three times and made him fumble twice, I just thought that I just saw a lot of big chunk yardage. Maybe that's how the game is now. I mean, it's been like that, but it's just a lot of just stiff arms and chargers just falling on their backs. Like, who the fuck was that guy in the Raiders? Like, he would catch like a little fucking, a little out on the flat, and then he just would go beige, 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 like to two to three guys, and they would just all fall on the back as he ran diagonally for a first down. Um, I, I don't know. Well, it is the first. It's, well, who gives a fuck? It's the first game of the week, and you guys are you, the first. Week of the season, I should say. And you listen to a stand-up comedian, so what do I know? Um, but, you know, I'm doing that bet MGM thing, going up against the great Paul Verzi, the returning champion from last year. We bet against the spread. Um, and we go face-to-face for the Jimmy the Greek Award. Um, he won it last year. And I don't know how we did this week. I think we might have both gone 2-2. Two and two. I, took the, uh, I took the Chargers. And I won that one. I took the Ravens, which was the gift of the week against the Jets. And then I took Arizona against the Chiefs because I said that the Chiefs notoriously start slow. <laughs> Oops. Um, I don't know about you, but as a football fan, I kind of like a pissed off Patrick Mahomes. Um, my Patriots got, I don't know. I guess we did it right in the first half, but then we just kind of, you know, it's going to, you know, it's going to be like, I think we're going to be okay. We're going to be competitive before it gets better. I'm hoping, uh, you know, we still have the greatest coach of all time, or at least since uh, I would say uh, Paul Brown. And Paul Brown is the right choice if you're talking championships and changing the game and longevity and success. And, uh, in, a, in a, a nice head of hair. You got to go Paul Brown. Um, but I got to be honest with you. I, I, it's kind of nice, like, being, like, middle of the pack. Nobody fucking paying attention to you. ESPN not talking about you anymore. It's, it's, it's kind of nice. <laughs> you can just sort of sit down, you know, throw some money on some games. You know, watch the rebuilding process. I love a rebuilding process. I'm enjoying watching what the Red Sox are doing. They're bringing a bunch of people up from Worcester out there near the Akuaku. The long since defunct Chinese restaurant. That was some good fucking food if you're an old mass hole like me. They had one location in Worcester. They had another one in Cambridge. And both of them had a great function room. Um, does anybody know how to fucking tackle anybody? I guess you can't. You got to lead with your shoulder. You have to signal. I don't know what you're supposed to do. It's, it's just, it's a different game. I saw Brady was saying, he was talking about how the game changed, how it was really physical. And now it's more, uh, I guess, performance. Yes, Bill, we've watched football as long as you have. All right. All right. Relax. Why doesn't everybody just fucking relax? So then I went down to Houston. After I went to Tulsa for probably the third or fourth time. And I didn't, uh, I still have yet to go to the Outsider's house, which is something I want to do. I also want to ride a Harley Davidson Road King around the outskirts of a city like that. You know, where there's not a whole bunch of traffic and that type of shit. That's one of, that's one of my bucket list things to do, to be out there, you know, 
just driving by a bunch of fucking Donald Trump signs. <laughs> and American flags and all that. Harley, you know, out, out in the sticks. You know what I mean? I feel like I've driven a Prius by enough Obama and Joe Biden signs. I think I need to see the other half of America. Nice fucking tackle. Right in the backfield. You know, the old me. I was just in Dallas last night. Saturday night, that is. And the old me would have had out the football schedule. Going, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The fucking... Cowboys are playing Tom, the Tom Brady Buccaneers. I got to go see that fucking game. However, um, I got the kids to come home to now, man. So I came home. It was awesome. They came running down the stairs, tackled me, and they basically used me as like a bouncy house is what I find. I think part of it's my problem because I get down on the floor with them and then they just start jumping on me. So I was playing with my son and then my daughter like literally leaps up in the air and lands on my shoulders. And I let out a scream because I was anticipating throwing out my back and nothing happened. So it was kind of startled everybody. I just went like, I went, ah, (laughs) when she did it. And um, fortunately nothing happened, but um, kids are fucking hilarious, man. I mean, as a dude, do they ever not hit you in the junk? I mean, they can be on the other side of the room, throw something, it hits you in the junk. They come over to hug you, and they come, like, from the side, and as they go to grab you, they just punch you in the dick. It's just fucking unbelievable. They go to jump off you, they lose their footing, and just step right on your junk. It's... I'm about to go to a sporting goods store and buy a cup. Um, but anyway, it's it, it, awesome to be back. I had a great time when I was out in Dallas. Uh, I had so many friends that came out and then other people that I didn't see. I actually went by, it was really cool, I went by uh, Gas Monkey Garage. Um, I came down, I got to meet the fucking one and only uh, Richard Rawlings. And he gave me this nice tour of the place. And uh, he just had a really, really, really fucking cool, badass collection of cars. Where he had everything from the shit everybody wants to obscure stuff. To then my favorite, just random weird shit. Like he had like a 72 crew cab tow truck. And it was a Ford. Um, Then he had a couple of... uh, some of these older cars that I just didn't picture him, you know, that being in his wheelhouse, but like, like his appreciations of cars goes all the way, all the way, all the way back. Um, what else? And then he had a sick ass, like this fucking 1978 red Trans Am with the T tops, the fucking flaming Eagle, whatever the fuck it is on the, on the hood, man, badass car. He had this other, he had a Ford Pinto that I loved that was jacked up in the back. You know, when they used to put the fucking giant slicks on the back, it was all about jacking up the rear end and putting the giant tires, getting all that rubber on the road. Um, Yeah, it was really cool. Got to do that. Kind of did that. We drove up from Houston, swung by, saw that, and then we went and we did the show. And um, I worked with uh, Bianca Cristoval. She fucking killed it. 
the whole weekend and uh, got me to go to the gym this morning. So that was a that was a two, two for one there. Um, I don't know, but old Billy Boy's got to live some life here. Once once I once I fucking I'm almost done with this movie, uh, putting this movie together, and we've been showing the trailer at my shows. Getting a great response. Very excited about that. But uh, I got to go live some life, you know, because I'm getting sick of my act. It's getting a little stale there. Um, But speaking of which, I'm going to two fucking fun comedy cities next week. I'm going to D.C. and I go to uh, Philadelphia. So that'll be good. Another fucking flight across the country. Swear to God. Remember towards the end of his life, Michael Jackson would just sleep in that fucking tank, you know, and just use like fucking that shit if you're getting your appendix out, anesthesia. <laughs> I don't understand why they just don't do that to everybody on the plane. We have a very full flight and everybody just deals with that. And everybody puts the bags in the overhead compartment. And then when they go to take off, you just fucking just put everybody to sleep. There would be, ne- then would never be, a- no more hijackings, you know, no more fights on the plane, no more people b- fighting over fucking armrests, they just put you out. Okay, everybody, turning on the gas, <laughs> they just turn on the gas, and then all of a sudden, there's just a gentle hand shaking your shoulder. Hey, we're in New York. Oh, oh, really? Oh, great. Oh, thanks. Would that be so hard? Um, well, Bill, you could always self-medicate. I used to do that. When I just couldn't go across the country again, I used to just start pounding fucking booze. If I get like a, a, a cool like male stewardess or a stewardess, whatever the fuck you call stewards. A steward and a stewardess. Oh, interception. No, he dropped it. Um, yeah, I had a couple flights like that was someone like knew my act and they were they were a fan of it thank god or maybe they weren't they were doing something to my drinks or whatever but they they just would just start fucking bringing them and i remember one flight in particular where i i had maybe i think six doubles bourbons i just kept pounding them and i never passed out and, but I had a great time. I forget where I was going, obviously. And I just got off the, I got off the plane fucking hammered. And I remember I met the driver <laughs> fucking hammered. Yeah, that's when it was going out of control. There was another time I boozed on a flight. And I ended up fucking talking to a passenger. And he drove me home. <laughs> it was getting a little sideways. It's good that I don't drink anymore. Good that I don't fucking drink anymore. Um, so, anyway, um, I just completely lost my train of thought here. We have no reads this week. I don't know what I've done. I think I've pissed off all of my advertisers. Like, how do you, what, nobody wants to sell anything this week? You don't have anything to sell. I have things to sell. I have Fenway Park merchandise, which is now available. Baseball tees and windbreakers. This is just for people who might be walking by in the background if you have this on speakers. Hey! I got windbreakers and baseball tees. Use the link in the podcast description. Um, 
Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Out of all of Texas, uh, I think I'm a Dallas guy. I really like Dallas. I like how much they give a fuck about the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. Um, you know, it's a clean city. You can fucking live out there for like, you know, decent amount of money. You're right. Oh, Drew Pearson. Michael Irvin. They both wore 88. Look at that. Um, sorry, commercial in the background. Um, no, I think if I was going to like, if I was going to live, uh, you know, it gets cold a little bit. Sometimes it snows, right? Be still, but I, I don't want to move to another drought fucking state if I was going to do that, you know? I don't know. Bill, what are you talking about? You're talking drought in your state? You're talking about getting a gun? What are you doing, man? Riding a Harley through fucking Trump cities? <laughs> can The Republicans don't have anybody else that they can fucking throw our way? You know? The Democrats can't just be like, Joe Biden is, uh, he's a little fucking loopy. Can't get rid of him. You can't. Why don't we just, can we just like clean the slate and just start over again? Do like, uh, you know, like when teams rebuild. Can we send, like, can we act like we're the Marlins? You know, and just dump our whole team and just let the Dodgers and Yankees pick up everybody or the Lakers? Yeah, let's send Trump and Biden to the Lakers. (laughs) And we'll start over for a couple of draft picks and we'll just start over again maybe. Maybe people could like each other again and maybe along the way we could get rid of Fox News and fucking CNN and they would stop stirring people up every single fucking day. God damn it. Can you let people get along? I got to be honest. Like I've, I've lived a long time at this point, 54 years. I've never seen it like that. Like it is, it's fucking bananas. Um, like those maniacs that like, I mean, there was always maniacs, but Jesus Christ. If you know, if you could just let go of your political party for a second and just be impartial and just really think of the fucking behavior on both sides over the last fucking I don't know what five, six years. I mean, fucking lunatics. On both sides, just fucking lunatics. I don't know. What what do you do about it? I always have these fantasies that there's like this elite hit squad that could just go around. And, like, kill all the morons. And I don't mean, like, meatheads. I don't mean, like, just fucking sport. I mean, like, like morons, I'm talking sociopaths and the people that follow them. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. All right, it's, 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 it's getting too fucking dark. See, this is why, this is why usually at this point, we have, we have a little bit of advertising. I cleanse the palate, and then I get into your fucking ideas. That's, that's what I usually end up doing. Um, I'm actually reshooting a cup. Once we're adding a scene to the movie, and then we're reshooting another one, we just got to add like one more joke to, which I, I've learned is a common practice in making movies. So I'm pretty excited. I'm excited about the people that we cast for tomorrow. So tomorrow, we're shooting a couple of scenes, and then... Uh, 
I got another busy day the next day, but then I'm going to a movie that I'm really excited to see that one of the actors that's in Old Dad's Bobby Cannavale is in. It's called Blonde. I believe it's called Blonde. It's about, uh, it's this really, I guess, I don't know, accurate, dark, whatever you want to call it, um, movie about Marilyn Monroe. And I believe Bobby gets to play uh, Joe DiMaggio, which is pretty fucking cool because he's a huge Yankee fan, (laughs) which he reminded me a lot. Not so much during the second half of the season, but the first half of the season, you know, I heard I heard a lot from him. We were uh, we were fast friends. And now it's more of a long distance relationship. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's fucking promoting his movies. So uh, I'm going to go see that. There's a little premiere down the street. Oh, fucking. Oh, Billy fucking. Uh, Star Search. It's going to go down there. Are you guys like me? When I go to a movie, I eat like a fucking animal. I eat like a fucking animal. I'll get like two things of candy, a giant popcorn, and a fucking massive soda. And my body, like three minutes in, is going, stop, stop. And I I go, all right, all right. I go to stop, and I don't. I just keep fucking going. I don't know. I would never eat that way at home. I would never eat that way. Like, there's something about it. You're not home. The lights are off. You can just hide in there and just be the fucking animal that you really are. (laughs) There's been a couple times back when I used to work out and go to the gym and do shit like that before. I don't know what happened over the last fucking year. Um, I would be so into working out that when I would go to a movie, I would not eat anything. And I would just have a fucking water and I would sit there sipping that fucking water. I mean, I mean, I would love to hear what the average calorie intake is for the person that goes to a movie. I mean, I'm definitely sending it through the roof. There's no way I'm not in four figures when I go see a movie. Couple boxes of candy and like a fucking bag of popcorn and a soda, forget it. I mean, that's like probably like what? 1,400? Every douche in the podcast listening right now. 14. Fucking try 2100. Yeah, bud. Have fun losing a toe. Three to three at this point. Three to three. Tom Brady. Three to three. I say Brady comes along. He's going to win this one. I'm a Patriots fan. I can't root against this guy. Here we go. Number three. Number three, lining up, lining up. I can't believe they didn't go for it in today's NFL. Boom. Bang. Six to three. Tampa Bay on top. Um, All right. Let's get to some of your... uh, What did I just do here? Let's get to some of your um, questions here. Oh, you know what? When I, when I went to that gas monkey, he told me that you can, I didn't realize this, you can order an F-250 short bed, like they'll make it. I was like, I didn't fucking know that. But then again, I, I, don't, I didn't want that anyways. I, like the, I want to have that stock, regular cab, eight-foot bed. But for half a second, he had me thinking about it. And he was saying, you should get the fucking, the F-250 Super Duty du- uh, Dually, I think it's an F450 if it's a dually, right? 
with the short bed. And I actually went online and looked up and someone made one. And I got to admit, I it's so fucking cool and also at the same time ridiculous. It literally looks like a combination of a Tonka truck or something like that you'd use to tow an airplane back in the 70s. I might, I'm going to post a video. Um, it's pretty... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I showed it to somebody and she was just like, "Why? what, what would you do with that little part in the back? That little thing in the back? <laughs> it's like nothing. You don't do anything with it. You just drive around looking cool. That's the, old, that's the sole purpose of that thing. But these people, of course, when they built it, they put some sick-ass engine in the thing and they were doing like a fucking burnout. Um, I hate burnouts. I really do. I always just look like, why are you doing that to those tires? <laughs> it's just a fucking waste, man. Come on. The air's polluted enough. We got it. We can hear it. We know it's strong. Um anyway, I will I will post that uh I will post that video. Uh oh, look who it is, everybody. Wait a minute, what is this? Why do why the fuck that these are reeds? No. What the... F- oh, my God. Did I do what I think I just did? How do I do this? Why do I do this? My stand-up special from years ago. Did I accidentally fucking erase my shit? Today's not 9-8. God damn it. What in the fuck did I do with it? How do you fucking accidentally erase something, Bill? You fucking dumb cunt. I do this all the fucking time. And then I flip out and act like it's not just one quick phone call to my to, to the to the wonderful Andrew Themelis. Jesus Christ. Here we go. I know he's watching this game. Hang on a second, everybody. Let me fucking make this happen here. It's six to three, by the way, everybody. One oh one to go in the uh, first quarter. Hey, I somehow I don't know. I'm doing the podcast right now. I'm literally doing the podcast right now. Like this phone call is on. The podcast. Legally, in California, I have to let you know that, that you're on a podcast right now. Um, I somehow erased the content. Can you send send it to me so I don't keep fucking stuttering here on the podcast? Absolutely. All right, cool. All right, thank you. All right, just like that. See that? I started to flip out. No, Bill, you did flip out. Well, for me, that was starting to flip out. Okay? I started to flip out. Um. A pissed off Patrick Mahomes. Who do they have next week? See, this is the first two weeks are the two hardest weeks to gamble on. I feel like after two weeks, you can kind of figure it out, right? Like, I don't know who the fucking Chiefs have next week. But I feel like a lot of gamblers are going to be like, dude, they look like world beaters. It's going to be the Chiefs versus the Bills, just like last year and uh, all this type of shit, uh, which it very well maybe. I, I I don't know. But uh, I would stay away from the Chiefs next week. Although this week I said they'd start off slow. So if you're a Chiefs fan right now, you have to be loving me. Because I'm staying with... I bet against you, and now I'm saying stay against, stay away from your, your team. Which is two negatives towards your team. Which equals a positive. I think you start off... Well, I can't now if I say that, then you're going to lose. I was going to say that I think that you guys might start off 2-0. There, I said it. I don't give a fuck. I don't have that kind of power. If I did, 
I would win more bets. All right, I got it back here. All right, drinking water. Yo, Billy Red Sock. Um, if you haven't heard about the drinking water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi, it's because the news isn't covering it. No, I saw it. Uh, there is brown water coming out of the faucet. Some instances, it looks like sludge. Well, what happened? If you want to know how it's being handled, you're not alone. The National Guard should be driving tanker trucks of clean water in, but they're not. We should rename Jackson to New Ukraine so maybe someone would give a shit in Washington or on Twitter. I know. Isn't that amazing? Where are all the Hollywood liberals who give a fuck about everything? They don't give a fuck. They only care if you have on a blue fucking tie. But conversely... You guys out in Jackson, you know, when our whole fucking state's on fire, you guys are all out there. That's because they're a bunch of fucking pedophiles banging fetuses inside a fucking infinity pool up in the Hollywood Hills. We should all be helping each other out. Um, anyway, this person says, luckily for me, I'm two hours away and my family has well water. We've bought lots of water to affected friends and family we brought lots of water, but that's all we can do. If I had lots of money, I'd take out TV ads publicly shaming everyone in charge because all these people go nameless who fuck everything up. Do you have any good ideas? Um, I think what you're doing is a good idea. Writing in like podcasts and that type of stuff. Um, and I also think that what you did was great which is you're helping out your fellow Americans when they need help. And I honestly believe that all of us know that it doesn't matter what color the tie is that the person wears or the bra or whatever they wears and chooses to wear because it's everybody's right to fucking feel comfortable in their clothes. Um, none of them work for us. They all act like they do and they go, oh, Joe Sixpack, you guys out here, you put your pants on one leg at a time. It's all fucking lip service. The end of the day, they are grossly underpaid. They are grossly underpaid and they want a big fucking house. All right? So that makes them susceptible to bribes and they work for special interest groups, giant corporations, the bankers, the oil companies, all of this shit. That's who the fuck they work for. So the bottom line is, you know, politicians failed everybody a long fucking time ago. And, um, you know, I think it's really easy to just walk around going like, hey, these fucking Democrats, these fucking libtards did this, or these, these fucking conservatives are just, oh my, they're just horrible people, and just act like you don't have any power as an individual. I think if, if people actually tried to employ, like, you know, I am one person, I'm going to try to help one person, and not, not, and I don't mean like, okay, I'm driving to work, and there's some dusty human being standing by my window like a fucking zombie and I'm going to give him five bucks today. I mean, if that's all you can do, that's all you can do. But I, you know, I think all of us, most of us, including me, 
are not involved in any sort of program where you take time out during your week to help people out. And uh, I think there's a very small portion of people that do that. And uh, I think if everybody did that, I think we could change the vibe in this country. And we could maybe freak out the fucking people up top. Nah, they would, they would, they would figure out a way to pit us against each other again. Um, but if we never bought into it, I don't know. I don't know what their fucking game is because I have no problem with somebody ruling over me. It's just when they, they have this insatiable, no matter how much power and how much money they have, it's never enough. So, um... All right, here's one. If anybody's out there and knows of this is the hardest thing. You know, I have a I have a production company. We can do a benefit show to raise you know, some money to get some fresh water out there or something like that. Get a fucking truck out there. Maybe we could do this. Somebody know like how how would you how do you do that? There's got to be a way to do that. Maybe we could look into that. I could do a stand-up show. We could, uh, you know, then you try to create something that everybody can donate to. And then there's like taxes. Like, how the fuck do you do this and all of that? And, And meanwhile, people need the water now. I don't know. I'm open to any ideas that you guys might have. And, um, I got to shoot this thing tomorrow. One of my, my business people will be down there and I will bring that up to them. Um, I will say this year, we the one fucking thing I feel that I was able to do this year was uh, we've got a bunch of school supplies at a public school, and uh, which is the best way because if you try to give money, it just goes to the main f- fund, and then they it, it doesn't go to the school you're actually trying to help. It goes into some sort of main. It's really difficult. So the best way I found to help out a a public school, if you want to, is just to go to you know, if you somehow run into a teacher and she just tells you the supplies they need, then you go out and you get them and you give it right to their, you know, this teacher was really psyched that it happened. So um, I think your email is 100% on point. And um, why aren't they helping them out? I can tell you why they're not helping them out is because then Jackson, Mississippi doesn't make the people that can call the National Guard enough money. That's what it is. Mississippi has been a state that the United States gave up on a long fucking time ago. Um, I don't think the North ever cleaned up their mess after uh, the Civil War. I don't think we ever did anything to really try to mend things and uh, I also think that we use the South as a scapegoat like only racist white people live down there and that everybody up North is this fucking you know great person there's a lot of problems but you know what we could use this fucking problem as a way to maybe turn it around look at that huh it's not bad for a meathead that was a pretty good little soliloquy there um who's got a fucking water truck and how much does it cost to fill up there we go Who's got a fucking truck? (laughs) We need some people with trucks. Let's get some fucking water down there. And then we'll just write something on the side that shames them. Like this is what you should have been doing. They'll probably figure out how to stop them at the border. 
Um, let's do that. So somebody got a, who's got a giant fucking water truck? Hang on a second. I gotta go look this up. Can Richard Rawlings make us a fucking water truck? Uh, let me see something. Water truck rental. Let's see here. Let's look at images. I want a big fucking tanker. There we go. Water truck, 2,000 gallons. All right, next search. Here we go. How much does it cost to fill up a 2,000-gallon water truck? I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. Water truck rental costs 4,000, 5,000 gallon. Wait, no. How much does it cost to hire a water truck? Vital facts about water truck for rent, low, minimum, da, 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 da. A water truck is simply a truck that has been fitted with the large tank. Okay, we know what it is. Water trucks, uh, special inlets. How much does it cost to hire a water truck? The cost varies all over the country. With that said, you can expect to pay around 400 400 bucks for two 2,000 gallons of water? They can't do that for these people? The cost of filling a 10,000-gallon pool on your local... I don't know, not a pool. All right. All right, we're going to do this. 400 bucks for two... For 2,000 gallons? All right, slow down. Slow down your brain, Bill. So for five trucks, two grand. For two grand, I can get five trucks to go down there? I got to make this happen. When I finish this podcast, <laughs> I want to do this. This is like a 1970s movie. Can we get Chris Christopherson to fucking drive it in? This is a rubber duck coming in with your clean water. We got a bear in the air. Um, let's make it happen. What the fuck are we doing here? If I find this is as easy as looking it up like that, what? why not? What the fuck do I care? Government's taking all my goddamn money anyway. I don't give a shit. You know? What'd you guys do if I sent him there and I put my face all over the truck? <laughs> and I use it as a way to promote myself and my career. And on the back of the truck, it was just my freckled fingers making the form of a heart. You know those douches who take the, when they make those Instagram photos where you make the heart with your fingers and your thumb? Um, all right. Well, then, wait. This isn't, is it that? Then we'd have to fucking, then we got to get a parking lot. You can't just, just drive there and start spraying water at people. You got to get it there. All right. Whatever. The idea is in motion. I'm not saying I'm going to fucking make, I, I'm going to, I don't know how to do it. I'm going to figure out how to do it. It's going to happen. All right. As far as I'm going to figure out how to do this. It's hilarious. Right after someone called, he's going to think I'm calling about the, uh, <laughs> the shoot tomorrow. What's your shot list tomorrow? Uh, it has, this has nothing to do with that. What say we rent a 2000 gallon water truck for 400 bucks to fill it? Then we rent the truck. We have the guy drive it there. Well, it's going to be more than two grand because it's going to be gas and all of that shit. Um, 
I actually know a bus driver that fucking lives in Mississippi. If he's got a fucking license to drive a bus, this is coming to get coming together right now over me. And then we got to send it there and we got to make sure everybody gets the water. I don't want to go down there and like only fucking, you know, it's going to be, oh, you didn't give any of the white people, you fucking son of, and then starts all that shit up. Is everybody come down? Um, all right, drinking water. Okay, let's, let's, let's see if we can make that happen. That was exciting. You know what? I'm a really busy guy lately, and I look at all planning with dread. That was fucking euphoria, that whole thing, because I was at the end of the day, you're going to be doing something good. Granted, I'm just sitting here talking. I want to fucking ride in on the water truck like George Kennedy in that fucking movie before the guy pushed him off. Was it the Dirty Dozen? Um, all right, 80s versus 90s music. Hey, Billy Bassdrum, just listen to the um, September 8th Thursday podcast and love your description of the 80s and 90s in American music. The 80s being the big bombastic come up and the 90s being the somber, moody come down. In England, though, it was kind of the opposite. In the 80s, you had the dreary downer stuff like the Smiths, sorry, hiccups, or Jesus and Mary Chain. Um, killing Joke. I'm living in the 80s. I love that fucking song. Um, then in the 90s, you had big, bombastic, cocaine-loving bands like Oasis, Singing happy, uplifting anthems, and everyone was up. Everyone was up. Cool Britannia. Oh, Cool Britannia, they called it. At least until Diana died and killed the buzz. Yeah, that was a buzz kill. Um, Granted, both of our... By the way, they showed the Queen's funeral like she drove. I don't know how fucking far. There was like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of fucking people. Like 20 deep. The whole ride up. Um, you know, you think you're an influencer with your little fucking Instagram page? Uh, granted, both of our depictions are just sweeping generalizations, and there are exceptions in both decades on both sides of the pond, of course. But I still thought it was an interesting observation from a dumb, angry, balding ginger. I'm not a balding ginger. I am bald. Well, I shaved my head. I still got some on top, but it, it wasn't worth mentioning. You know, it's, it ended up on the cutting room floor. Sorry. Did I mention I directed something? Oh, look at you, Bill. Oh, well, Lottie freaking da. Um, just thought you might be interested. Another field goal and he fucking missed it! He fucking missed it! He fucking missed it! Jesus Christ. Just when I was sitting there going, why the fuck did the, did, did the goddamn Raiders... They're going, they're going to go for two here. It was 24-19. They're going to go for two, so then they're only down by three. It's like, why don't you kick the extra point, then the next time you get the ball, if you score a touchdown, you could be up by three. If we're just going to play hypotheticals here. Well, no, because then, you know, if you score a touchdown, you can go for two, and then you're tied. 
Like this whole fucking thing going for two and shrugging it off like it's no big deal. You're just leaving points. You're just leaving points on the ground instead of up on the scoreboard. That, that's just, it's just not good. The only reason why it's working, I feel, these are my thoughts. For me, I feel, is because everybody's doing it. Um, Bill, we get it. We get it. You'd kick the extra point and wouldn't go for two. All right. Anyway, he says, just thought you might be interested in the difference of the scene since I know you're a big music nerd like me. I definitely am. And um, I never really got into like the Smiths or um, or. Uh, oh, wait a second. I missed a whole paragraph here. In England, though, it was kind of the opposite. The Smiths and Jesus and Mary Chains and all that said. Margaret Thatcher is fucking over the working class music. Oh, that's what they had in the 80s. All right. Then in the 90s, you had the big bombastic cocaine loving shit. <laughs> Sorry. This comes in threes. There's nothing I could do. <laughs> I know there's another sneeze in there. Um, um, all right. Where are we here? Uh, younger girlfriends. All right, Bill. Uh, it's been a busy few weeks for all the saints throwing judgment at Mr. DiCaprio. Uh, the disdain coming from the jealous female and the pussy move comments coming from the pussy move males is off the charts. Yeah, I mean, I don't like. I mean, if you had the ability to date the most beautiful women in the world, you would. Like, ladies, if you had the ability, uh, you don't give a shit about men, to fucking have the, all the most beautiful bags in the... Can we shame you? for How many fucking of those fucking bags you're going to have in the goddamn closet? All right? You guys like bags and shoes. Guys like pussy. Don't get mad at guys because they like... What, what, what are you supposed to do? What is he supposed to do? All of those women that he's dated, I didn't hear any of them complaining. Fuck off. Let the guy live his goddamn life. Especially the men acting like they give a shit about those women. They don't. They're a bunch of fucking haters. All right? Anybody who can go out and, 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 and consistently, decade after decade, be out there banging the most beautiful women in the fucking world who are all adults. I, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I'm cheering that on. Whatever makes you happy. And ladies, if you want every fucking Birkin bag out there and you don't give a shit what child had to sew it together, then God damn it, I think you ought to have it. There you go. Is everybody happy? All right. Um, it said it's, a successful let me see some it's a successful man who by all accounts has been nothing but respectful wants to date from a different generation then by all means shut the fuck up it's hard out there for leo he doesn't have the privilege of meeting girls with any anonymity he's been a, he's been in several healthy relationships with several healthy young women who have all continued on with their careers and i salute him yeah like there's no <laughs> It'd be one thing if, if everyone was saying he was an asshole. There's none of that. So, hang on. I gotta get some water. <coughs> oh, just a good old boy. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this some more liquid death? I believe it is. In a nice, cool can. Looking like a light beer for Miller. 
Look at Tampa Bay. Look at them. Just running downhill. Don't kick a fucking field goal. Whatever you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer in minding your own fucking business. And if the people involved aren't complaining, then you shouldn't be. They always, and it's always, why, why do fucking women always paying attention to what the fuck somebody else is doing? That's just all jealousy. That's all that is. I swear to God, if he was banging fucking 25-year-old ugly broads, no one would give a shit. <laughs> Who'd be sticking up for them? Nobody. Um, all right, gathering wood. Am I, am I crazy? Uh, dear Bill, greetings from Germany. Hope my English is good. Let me start by saying I traveled to see you in London at Royal Albert Hall, and it was amazing. Um, well, thank you for doing that because I needed a lot of people to show up that night and um, that is just something I still can't believe I got to do. Um, yeah. Jesus Christ. Get me all goosebumps just thinking about that place. Okay, here we go. You may have heard about what is going on in Germany's energy crisis. Our price of energy has gone up 10 times. Our country has a very hard winter ahead. I've taken up tasks to store lots of wood in every place available on our property. My wife's family thinks I'm insane because they have faith in the same people that put us in this position. Yeah, you know, it's always good to hedge your bet. Uh, My wife's sister, you you know, you just sit there going, hey, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Then they can make fun of you and all your fucking, you know, piles of wood. Hopefully that's what happened. Um... My wife's sister told our nephews that I'm crazy, and one of them even called me that to my face. They don't know anything about what's going on in the world or what's coming for our country. Should I let them stay warm in the house (laughs) with all the wood I've gathered? At the end of the day, yeah, but I'd make them knock a couple extra times. They have to say that you're not crazy before you come in. And it's not, all right, you're not crazy. No, 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 no. Uh, it's got to be longer than that. It's got to be longer than that. Uh, I missed a family birthday because I had, wait, I missed something. Should I let them stay in after when I would give? I should also say that I've driven hours every week picking up affordable firewood. I missed a family birthday because I had to do it during my time off and couldn't go any other time. So am I crazy? And should I welcome them over if they don't have heat for weeks in the freezing temperatures? Um, I don't think you're crazy. Like, everything is fucking crazy until shit goes down. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're nuts. I think, uh, I actually think you're smart. And at the end of the day, you don't have to, you know, if nothing happens, then you don't have to shop for fucking wood for years. And um, I don't know. I'm just trying to look at the positive side that they think you're nuts. That just means they've lived a very great life that they can't even fathom something like that happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All of that shit is just like heavy stuff. I feel if, you, if your gut's telling you you should do that, and if you're informed, you feel you're informed, and you feel like this is the thing to do, then I would do it. And there's, there's no harm in being wrong. All right? that way if you're wrong the other way then i don't know what you fucking freeze to death like jack nicholson the end of uh 
Uh, weekend at Bernie's there. What the fuck was it called? The, uh, the Snowy Hotel. Psycho Killer, Keska Say, what was it? The Shining. All right, Ocean Plastic, a.k.a. Snowy Hotel. That was what it's first called. Ocean Plastic, everybody. Hey, Billy, Redfish. One fish, two fish, redfish, blue fish. I like that. Hey, Billy, Redfish. No need to fuck about. The plastic in the ocean is 75% or more uh, from industrial fishing. What is that? I don't even know what that means. Good news. You using plastic drinking straws isn't endangering the fishies, nor is it the sole cause for all the horrors in the world. Bad news. I love how this person just speaking with this level of authority with nothing to back up anything. These are just sentences. Bad news. It's still there and we have absolutely no way of stopping more from being added. More good news. Boyan Slat, a kid from Holland, started a company to clean up the oceans. He's used automated robots which go to the garbage patch of heavily polluted rivers and collect up plastics. He then has to has it taken back to land to recycling processing plants we need more guys like that more bad news more garbage is added faster than slats robots can remove at the moment even more good news he's expanding his fleet and can remove 50,000 tons a trip which takes a couple of weeks ending on good news all right The plastic in the ocean is 75% or more from industrial fishing. I don't think that's true. That swirl of trash in the middle of the fucking Pacific that's like two miles deep, two and a half times, a mile deep, two and a half times the size of fucking Texas. Last I had the nerve to look at it. I didn't see a lot of fishing poles in there. (laughs) I don't know what it is. All I know is it's there. And it gets into the fish, and then you eat it. So I'm a reverse pescatarian. I don't fuck with fish anymore, unless it's man-made salmon. All right? Then all I got to worry about is some scientist gist in it. Sick fuck. Um, all right. Is that the end of the podcast? I believe it is. I believe it is. It's 9 to 3. This is really enjoyable. I had a good time. And uh, I'm now going to call uh, my buddy... And try to figure some shit out here. I'm going to call my bus driver. And I'm going to call fucking uh, my buddy here. I'm going to see if I can get a couple of trucks. Why not? Why Let's do something. Let's do something positive. Instead of blaming liberals and these fucking conservatives. I think that's the answer, people. Maybe if we all gave a fuck a little bit, huh? Oh, I wish I could play the piano right now. You know, just sing a song. Make you all feel you know, guilty as I somehow put myself above you even though I haven't done shit for anybody. Um, All right, that's it. Go fuck yourselves. Incomplete pass. Go fuck yourselves and I will talk to you. I'll check in on you on Thursday.